Welcome into another episode of the Nothing Catch Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Dewey, aka Pang Wangle, or as, as I like to call myself, winner, 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 a chicken dinner. That's right. This week, this guy pulled off a win, took down his opponent, and everybody else's. Uh, pretty sad i would have i would have beat pretty much everybody there's only one person i would have lost to and what's crazy is i would have only lost to them by point three uh not even three point two seven two eight point two eight points so i would have only lost to mr team jake fitzy um so yeah really really great weekend for me um Great weekend, really, for a lot of people. Uh, pretty much everybody who won was in the 140s or close to it. There's only two people who won that were not in that that range. Um, so, yeah, really, really great. Jake actually brought up a really fun stat um, that it's the most 140-plus point uh, teams or, yeah, teams in a week. Uh, the previous one was two 140s and one 160, so it's a total of three above 140. Uh, but this week we have four, so we broke our own league record on that. So congratulations, nice job, everybody, um, who contributed to that, and a bummer to everybody else who did not. Um, yeah. So let's look here. We're gonna go over a few things. Um, the usual. Did I? How did I do with my predictions? Um, hint: I did not do so well. Um, those who are listening and not part of the league, also gonna tell you guys about a really cool feature that I found um, that I'm the only one using right now because <laughs> I find it funny. Um, might be also kind of fun to start trolling people with it too. I don't know. Um, I got some ideas. And uh, then we'll go over the power rankings and kind of talk a little bit. I'll go into a little bit more depth with the power rankings, um, why people moved the way they did. Uh, not everyone's going to be happy. Some people are going to be mad. One person in particular, I think. Um but yeah, we'll go over all that and kind of maybe, if we have time, we'll go over the, the um, some way wire potentials and stuff like that uh, because of how many injuries there are. There were a lot of QB injuries this week. Um, that's that's the big takeaway is a lot of QB injuries. And so if you did not already have a QB or have one on the backup back burner, you might be in a, a world of hurt right now. Um that's actually why I put some people where I did for their rankings. Um, all right. So how did I predict it um, this time? I predicted it not so well. I went two and four. Um, first off, I predicted that I would win. I would uh, defeat God Love It, and I did. I took him out. Uh, so that was my win. Um, next up though, I said Montenegro Mud Dogs was going to win and they did not. They got crushed by Big Bodie Jody. And then, uh, I also predicted the Swifties was going to beat, was going to win. They got stomped by Team Jake Fitzy. However, they put up a good fight. They would have beat every team who lost and two of the teams who won. So really they did, they still had a strong team and strong showing, um, Next, I said Kelsey's makes a swift exit was going to win, and he did not. Jake pulled off the win, big win, but 
I will say as well, Kelsey makes a swift exit, also would have won and beaten everybody else who lost, including Swifties. So um, he's the biggest, he's the best loser this week. Um, next up, I said Vladinator was going to take on Team Anoops, and he did not. So sorry, Vladinator, if you are listening to this, aka Vladdy Daddy, um, I'm not picking you for a while. Probably ever again. <laughs> you are struggling, my, my man, struggling. And then next is Chase on the case, is who I said was going to win against Team Coop de Goff, and I was correct. He did pull it off, even though I worry about his team cut moving forward. He's got a lot of injuries. Uh, nothing serious to the point like me where who was losing players, uh, but he's got Matthew Stafford is going to be out in it for a little while. Um, he still has his, on IR um, the running back from the Detroit Lions. Um, and then he has Jonathan Taylor still splitting carries. Um, so I don't know. And his defense isn't the best. He's got two defenses. He's got Pittsburghs who, I mean, has been okay. Actually, I take that back. They've been great. Um, that is a fantastic. They're the number three defense. I wonder if that's why he's doing so good is he's got the number three defense. Not sure, but anyways, um, coming back to the league, that's uh, that's how it panned out. I am quickly starting to get close to 500. I am 22 and 20 on my predictions so far this year. So as you can see, fantasy football is a coin flip. There's not much that really is going to happen on that one. So let's kind of look at this next week's picks, uh, next week's matchups. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, by the way got big buys coming up so hopefully you don't have somebody major on buy looks like for me i got lucky and i only have one person on buy um but the person i'm going up against chase on the case actually has some of his big hitters going on by at uh at, oh man i can never say his name st brown Am amon Ra. there we go amon Ra. st brown he's on buy and Sam Laporte is on by his tight end, who is a good one. Um, his backup QB is on by. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and choose me. I'm gonna go back to back. I'm picking Pangwangle to go to two weeks in a row. I'm gonna pull off a win. We'll see if I can do that. Uh, all right, next pick, next game. Oops, gotta go to nine. We got. Oh yeah, by the way, we had a, we had a name change. So it's no longer the Montenegro Mud Dogs. It is now Kirk's Right Achilles. <laughs> is a shout out for Kirk Cousins who popped that Achilles. Um, yeah, that was a that was a bummer and brutal. Um, this is an interesting one because this is ooh I don't want to give away my rankings, but this is a high ranking game is what I'll say. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Team Swifties. I'm gonna say. Team Swifties, or not Team Swifties, excuse me, it's just Swifties. Swifties is going to pull this off and take off, take out uh, Doug. Doug's going to fall to to five and four. Oh, how the mighty will have fallen. Um, but I'm saying Swifties are going to pull that one off. Next one, we got Big Booty Jody versus Team Jake Fitzy. Uh, Big Booty, he's got... McCaffrey on by oh boy but the other guy's got um ETN Jake Fitzy's got ETN on by both of those are big hitters um 
looking at, oh, he's got Kittles out, but then Hawkinson's got a terrible back, a different QB. Oh, man. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be all come down to who really uh, handles the waiver wire situation. I'm going to go with Big Booty Judy, though. That's my prediction. Big Booty Judy is going to pull off this win. Um, next up, we got Two Side Squad versus Team Anoop. I'm not even going to look. I'm saying Two Side Squad. And you know why? Because he's got a, primar- a primarily Dolphins player, so two of her and uh, Tyreek. And I think they're both going to go ham, specifically Tyreek Hill on KC. I think, I predict, I know Jake, if you listen to our other podcast around the kingdom, Jake predicted that the, the, the Dolphins were going to go and, uh, or, or he predicted Tyreek was going to have like 100 yards and a touchdown. I think Tyreek's going for 150. Um, yeah, I'll say 150 and two. That's what I think he's going to do um, this next week. I know I I know people may not think that way, but I'm that's what my prediction is. Um, anyways, but going looking up here at the rest of the the week or the players, excuse me, um, it's pretty even. There's not very many people on by. Um, so I'm yeah, two aside squad definitely got that one. All right, next up, oh man, sorry, Vladinator. Vladinator is going up against Kelsey. Makes a swift exit. That's no question. That's going to be Kelsey makes. A swift exit. Oh man, I'm feeling it. This is gonna be a six and a week. I'm gonna, I'm taking a big jump. I know it. Oh, this is the hard one though. One of the hardest ones we got. Gotta love it versus Coop de Goff. Uh, Coop de Goff. Both of them have their QBs on by. Who do they have on their bench? Do they have anybody on their bench? Uh, one's got Kirk Cousins, who's out for the year, and the other's got Jordan Love. Ooh, both not so good. However, both of them are lucky because because of how many it, QBs are injured, I'm sure they'll find a starting QB on the waiver wire at the moment. Um, yeah. So besides that, uh, anybody else on by for them? Um, I got, oh, Jameer Gibbs is big hitter. I'm going to Coop de Goff. Yep. Sorry, gotta love it. Coop de Goff. He might be my one loss. De Goff. All right. Coop de Goff. That's my predictions. Again, one more time going through it. I predict Pangwangle, Swifties, Big Booty Judy, Tuicide Squad, Kelsey makes a swift exit, and Coop de Goff. All right. I'll see how that goes. So, again, I'm going to pull up a report here real quick. Um, NFL injuries week eight. Let's see if that will show me. There we go. All right. This website has a good roundup here. Kirk Cousins. We already know that. Kirk Cousins out for the season. I started with Kirk Cousins. I traded for him and then traded him away, so I'm glad I did. But uh, bummer that he's going down because he's going to affect a lot. Um, I'm not sure if you can trust too many of their wide receivers as much anymore. At least to be as big as big of a, a play. Um, but yeah, he's one that's out. Uh, Matthew Stafford. He... He's having some issues with his hand, I think. Uh, no, it's a UC sprain, excuse me, in his right thumb. So, yeah, it is his hand. Um, and he's right-handed, so it's his throwing hand that is having the issues. So, I don't know if he's going to be out for few weeks, but that's going to be rough. That's really going to affect Puka Nakua, Doug, and Cooper Cup, Doug. So, um, yeah, if this week is anything that to kind of show what, 
potentially he could be with his injury was not good for either one of those guys. Uh, next, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is also having issues. Um, he was out. He, he was um, removed from the game. I think after a little while, he's he's dealing with a knee injury in early in the year. Um, they don't have any updates. What what was his problem? Oh, a rib injury. So he had a rib injury. Um, no update if he's going to come and be playing on a short week. There's a good chance not though. Um, so what are we at now? That's that's three. Three starting QBs are not going to be in. Now we got another one, Tyrod Taylor. Um, however, Daniel Jones looks like he is going to be coming back. Uh, but Tyrod Taylor was doing a decent job, in my opinion. Um, he had a rib issue that actually took him to the hospital. That's what was crazy. Um, so, yeah. Um, some other injuries. You got uh, Drake London. Um they also, oh, that was the other thing too. Desmond Ritter, the starting quarterback of the Falcons, got benched. So even though he's not, it's not an injury-related thing. You are now trying to figure out: is Desmond Ritter going to start again? Is it going to be Tyler Heineke again, or as I like to call him, Jake's lookalike? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. But that's another one. That's you're now down to up to four uh, or five. Excuse me, five QBs out of the thirty-two teams. Um, and then you think about everybody else who already has people who are starting, like. Yeah, it's rough. Um, the Patriots lost two wide receivers, Devontae Parker and Kenny Bourne. Um, Kenny Bo- uh, Kendrick Bourne, Kenny Bourne, excuse me, Kendrick Bourne, he actually tore his ACL, so he's out for the year. He's done. Um, so that's not fun. Um, then you have Darren Waller, tight end. He was uh, dealing with a hamstring issue. So, yeah, there's... There's a lot. There's a lot of injuries this week. And not necessarily all of them are, are huge um, in terms of killing people's seasons. Um, but some of them are pretty substantial for the next few weeks. Um, you know, like Patriots, that they lost their two start one and two for um, for the, Q, for the uh, wide receiver position. There's a chance, you know, that they who are they going to throw to do they do we know um you could also go and grab will levitz if you wanted to for a qb by the way he's a one that's on the upward trend um but i don't even know i think it's yeah here's the guy demore demario demario douglas he's a rookie um he might be worth a stash because of this so he's a rookie like i said um he last week be not this one that we were just on, but the one before against Buffalo, he had six targets, um, four catches. This week against Miami, he had seven targets, five catches. So, I mean, he's a he's a good stash. If you're needing a wide receiver that could be one to help you win a week if you're struggling, um, definitely, definitely somebody to keep an eye on. Um, another QB to keep an eye on is Nick Mullen. Um, I, ooh, that's hard. I don't know if I really would want Nick Mullen. Um, Jaron Hall is a rookie. Um, I don't, oh man. Nick Mullen is not very good in my opinion. Oh, I don't know what you're going to do as a Vikings group. You know, that's just, just, just the worst. Um, 
but yeah, you could the, the QBs who are potentially available. I'd grab Will Levitz maybe as a, a start. Uh, Nick Mullen maybe. Um, QBs. Uh, you got Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, Garoppolo, Daniel Jones, um, Will Levitz, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. I thought he left with an injury. Um, and then I think he came back. So his injury may not be too serious, but keep an eye on that one because if he goes down, that would be real. That'd be rough. Um, so, yeah, there's not very many good options. So I'm sorry if you need a QB this week. Um, running backs, you may want to be looking at um, Devin Singletary. Might be worth a stash. Uh, his his carries have gone up every single week. Um, he's up to ten. Last week was uh, the week before the bye was twelve, then ten this week. So he's not getting a ton of points, but he is getting utilized. Um, I think he's probably your best um, best option um, so far. Let's see, up for the season, uh, total scores. Hill, you could bring Hill back. Um, Hill's another stash, Justice Hill. Um, but hopefully the Ravens just trade for somebody by tomorrow. Um Khalil Herbert, he's still on IR. Um, is he going to be able to come back? Uh, he's eligible to come back November 9. He might be somebody you might want to pick up in stash if you can, actually. I might do that. I'm going to put an old claim, actually, for him real quick uh, while I'm here. Um, the question is, is who? Who do I pick up and drop? Um, well, I don't know. We'll just I'll figure that part out later. Uh, there really isn't anybody good. Um, you could, oh, Leonard Fournette, by the way, if you're not paying attention, Leonard Fournette just got signed by the Buffalo Bills. Probably won't do anything this week, but might be somebody to stash and think about later. Um, wide receivers, you could grab Raheed Shahid. He's always been, he's a big boom bust kind of player, uh, but he seems to have a good connection with Derek Carr. Um, Josh Reynolds, no, I would not pick him up. Um, Michael Wilson, he's somebody you might want to look at picking up and stashing potentially. He's been a really consistent wide receiver, uh, rookie wide receiver as well. Um, oops, uh, you got Jalen Reed or Jaden Reed. He did pretty good the last two weeks. Um, might be worth keeping an eye on that one too. There's a lot of wide receivers I think that are worth taking a little bit of a stab and taking a little peek on. Uh, tight ends, I wouldn't, I don't think there's too many out there, uh, but supposedly Patriots are hunt, are shopping Hunter Henry around. And so either he could show up at somebody else's team. Uh, it's such a bummer. He was so used at the beginning, 14, 14, and then just dropped off and never really recovered. So such a sad one. Uh, Logan Thomas, um, again, could be a great pickup. His, you know, big boom, low, um, high, High upside, low downside on that guy. Um, he's only had one terrible week, and that ironically was the week that I chose to start him. So, you know, maybe I just have a curse of the tight ends. Um, very well could be. So, um, you know what defense has also been sneaky good, um, and you don't really think about the Minnesota Vikings. They're currently the number four defense. Um, might be worth grabbing. I mean, their next few games are against Atlanta, New Orleans, Denver, Chicago, and then a bye. If you're looking for a sneaky um, defense to to have, the Vikings might be that might be that team. Um, yeah, 
definitely, definitely potentially worth it. Um, that pretty much wraps up the the waiver wire potentials. Um, so I think we're going to go ahead and go to everybody's favorite part, the power rankings. All right, we're going to start with number 12. Didn't change from last year, Vla- last week. Vladder, Vladinator, you're still there, man. You got to get some wins to start pulling yourself out of the bottom. Um, looking at your team makeup as well, I just don't think it's a, a good – I don't think you got a very strong team. I'm just going to put it there. I, I, sorry if I hurt your feelings, but I just don't think you, you have – you have it. I think you should probably try to be trading away Patrick Mahomes with by the for the name, um, and try to get something extra for it. Uh, maybe do that with Stefan Diggs as well. Uh, Calvin Rid- Ridley you could probably get some some interesting grabs for. Um, Zach Moss might be a good one. You could probably still get a little bit of interest on him. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, you just don't have a, a strong team right now. Um, all right, number 11, Team Anoop. Team Anoop, he dropped. He was nine last week, and he is now ranked 11. Um, mainly looking at his team, he's struggling with the QB situation. He's he has he's been trying to stream it, and he hasn't been hitting very well. He hit on this last one, Sam Howell, really, really well, but outside of that, you know, it's it's gonna be hard. He has Kyler Murray on his bench, and so unless he's going to roll with Sam Howell again or grab one of these other people, I'm not sure Not sure it's going to go so well. Um, also, he still has his tight end, Zach Ertz, who's on IR right now. He still has him. So he's kind of struggling with a few things. Justin Fields is still out. He's got He's holding him too. So at the moment, because you got a lot of people who are – Injured, putting you at 11. Number 10, this person jumped, went up a spot. Team Coop DeGoff, going up one place. Nice job uh, working on trying to secure the wins, keep fighting to keep going. Uh, you do have a team that is struggling to score consistent points, especially with this Miles Sanders. I remember you kept trying to give me Miles Sanders over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and boy, howdy, am I glad I didn't grab him. Um, Miles Sanders, I think, is going to be a drop candidate. I think you could legit drop him, and it would not affect anything. Um, the only problem is, is that leaves you with literally just Juba Hubbard. Um, so, who man, your, your team is struggling as well. I bumped you up though because I think you you're still you're still fighting and you're just a little bit better than I think than Team Anoop. Um, all right. Ah, uh, this next person also jumped a play a place, went up one, and it was only one because I'm trying to be humble here, but it was me, Pangwangle, number nine was number ten last week, jumped up a little bit, uh, got a really defend nice win against uh, a good opponent who I actually had highly ranked. Um, and yeah, got a, I'm, doing, I'm doing all right so far, so I'm excited about it. Um, looking at my roster, my QB, Burrow, is I think they're back. I think he's going to be legit. Brees Hall, I think he's legit. I think he's going to be good. I need to... Uh, Robinson is a consistent guy. He's always going to be in there. 
So he's in. Aaron Jones is out. I'm benching Jones until further notice, until he shows me he's going to be a regular person. Um, and uh, Marquise Brown did a good job. Got me 12 this week. Um, I'm looking for the high upside for when Kyler Murray comes back. Um, Keenan Allen, still amazing. Scored with Taysom Hill. Awesome tight end. Terry McLaurin, awesome. Did a good job. Rice did okay. Could have gotten me another 40 some or four points with a reception uh in the game this last week but it's okay still did a good job um kicker mcmanus did a good job defense i i don't know all around i i I think i got a good team i probably should bump them up a little higher but i want to get another win before i bump myself up another another rank uh number eight two side squad jake did not move i kept him right there at eight um, yes, he had a good, strong win against a very, very strong opponent. Um, I still just, I'm not sure I'm ready to buy in, Jake. I'm not really sure I'm going to buy in. Mainly because I was looking at the roster of the people ahead of you, and I just didn't feel like I could put you up any higher than eight right now. Um, even though in our league, you're ranked in the top six, I just, I got to have you down bottom eight right now. Um, number seven. Team Jake Fitzy. Team Jake Fitzy was number seven last week, too. So I kept him at the same spot. He also had another definitive win. But looking at his roster, there's just a few things that make me make me nervous. Um, let me bring it up here. Let me show, talk with you about it. Team Jake Fitzy. Um, Kareem Hunt. He's I know he's getting the main carries and all that kind of stuff. He still worries me. Oh, wait. I'm in the wrong one. That's Team Jake. There we go. Team Jake Fitzy. Um, the thing about your team that I'm worried about now is team is Hawkinson. Um, I think your base is the, is stronger than two aside squad with Allen, ETN, Eckler, um, and, and whatnot. So like those three are really strong. Your tight end Hawkinson. I just don't know if he's going to be a dominant force anymore. He might get even more dominant because he might get all the targets, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to keep moving the ball as efficiently as, um, Kirk Cousins was able to get a move. And I don't know if Williams is really going to get you that kind of a 17 points every week kind of a thing. I just don't, not entirely sure. Um, you might be. Maybe they found their, their sweet sauce and that's what, it, what it's going to be. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of why I got you where you're at. I think you're strong, but got a little bit to go. All right, now this is the top six. This is the, t- the players who I think are have a legit chance for the playoffs and um, – yeah, and can keep going forward. Uh, number six, this is the biggest fall, I believe, from last week. Hold on. Uh, oh, wait. Nope. Um, yeah, I think it is the biggest fall. Dropping two spots. He was the biggest jump up last week, but now is the, the biggest fall down. God love it. Looking at your team, God love it. And I just think you're struggling. Um your your running backs, average. Your wide receivers right now, average. Your tight end, average. The truth is, is I probably should drop you even further. Looking at your makeup, I think you have a worse team than Team Jake Fitzy, if I had to be completely honest from top to bottom. Um, but I just didn't want to drop you that far quite yet. So I'll be honest, if you don't win this next week, you're probably going to go down one more, one or two more, I think. You might even drop below me. Um, then I might move, shift everyone up. Um, 
Number five, Chase on the case. Even though he continues to be um, snake bit with the injuries and the craziness on this, he's got one of the best teams in the division. He's currently, after this week, for all the wins and stuff, he's number one in Division One. Um, I don't know if I trust his roster completely. And for that reason, I actually have him at number five. Um, you know, he has some p- players that I think are really, really good. Uh, but at the same time, I think he's going to be, it's not going to be consistent. Like, you look at Pittsburgh. Who's Pittsburgh play at the end of the year? Baltimore, Seattle, Cincinnati. That's, that's the championship is Cincinnati, Seattle, Baltimore. Right now, Cincinnati's getting hot. They're going to get better. Seattle currently is the number one in their division. And Baltimore is going to be fighting at the end of the season for this division like crazy. So those are going to be hard-fought games, and I'm not sure if the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be able to keep keep that up. And if that's his main one of his main point-getters, um, it's going to be kind of rough. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Usually those eclectic-looking rosters are the ones that are sneaky good. So, um, And Chase, by the way, last week was number five as well. So he, he stayed the same. Number four... This one is a two-spot jump from last week. We got Big Booty Judy. Big Booty Judy. I think he's got a great team. He's number two currently in Division II. Um, I think he's got very strong QB, very, very strong wide receivers and tight end. Um, got pretty good running backs. Um, still still think he – him – he. Him. <laughs> I still remember when Swifties was called Hemis. Um, I think Big Booty Judy and Swifties are definitely going to be two of the top. What stinks is they're in Division 2. And so I don't, it's going to come down to one of those two going up against somebody in Division 1 for the for the championship, I think. Um, all right, bringing it up here. All right, so that was Big Booty Judy at number four, up two spots from last week. Number three, staying the same as last week, Kelsey makes a swift exit. Super strong team, stacked from top to bottom, everything good. The only negative that they have right now is um, that Addison is potentially going to have a, a little bit of a ding. So we'll see. We'll see if he can hold it out and keep it going. Um, but yeah, that's going to be that's going to be the rough part right there. Number two. Number two fell from last week by one spot. Yes, Montenegro Mud Dogs, a.k.a. now Kirk's right Achilles, you are number two. You could be mad, Doug. You could be angry. But really, it's because you just didn't put D-Hop in. I'm just saying. Should have known to put D-Hop in because uh, looking at D-Hop, let's, see, let's, bring, let's bring up D-Hop's schedule here, or uh, his, his scores. Uh... D-hop. All right. Yeah. I don't know how you would not have known to play a player who started, who got you 10 points week one, six points week two, six points week three, eight points week four, 18, five, and then 2.5, and then coming off of a bye. Of course, with the starting QB out and having a pretty much a rookie QB coming in and doing their thing, like, of course you would bench them. Yeah, no, actually, I would do the same thing. But yeah, it's a bummer you put DeAndre Hopkins, who got you thirty, who would have got you thirty-two points um, this week. That would have been that would have been sick. 
he would have gotten you almost well more points than <laughs> than your kicker, your the Mike Evans that'd been twenty one, you Jacoby Myers twenty three, uh, Dalton Schultz twenty four. We'll add out for all the points. We'll go five twenty five points. Cooper Cup um, twenty nine. And Puka Nakua have been 34. What was... Oh, no. Not without Cooper Cup. So, yeah. If you played D-Hop, he would have gotten you more points than Cooper Cup, uh, Dalton Schultz, Jacoby Myers, Mike Evans, Jake Elliott, and the Seattle defense all combined. Just saying. Just saying, Doug. Should have played him. (laughs) Now the question is, will he play him again next week? Will he put up a, a dud of a week? I don't know. Um, that means number one this week is Team Swifties. Congratulations, Team Swifties. You are the number one team. Complete stack team from top to bottom for sure. Um, I don't know how you're going to, how anybody's going to beat you. The only other person who is close in total points, in total points scored, uh, there's only one person who has more than you and that's Doug. That's why you guys are the top two. Uh, both of you scored over a thousand points this se- this season. To give you reference, um, the team, the lowest amount of points scored so far is Vladinator at eight hundred and sixteen. So you have over two hundred more points scored than Vladinator has this this year, so far. Um, the reason why I think I'm I'm slowly moving up the ranks here is I had some unluckiness. The two people above me. Big Booty Judy and Kelsey makes a swift exit. Both have scored 871 and 896, respectively. I have scored 913. But my score is 3 and 5. 3 and five, And theirs are 6 and 2 and 4 and 4. So it all depends on who you're playing that week. Um, it It's never, never fun uh, when you get go up against the big league kind of guy. Um, but yeah. Keep pushing, keep playing, keep making those trades, guys. Um, there's some good trades out there. This might be the time where people might start trading draft picks. Um, I'm going to create a, a document where I'm going to keep track of all this kind of stuff um, just to make sure that we know how it's going to work. Um, by the way, I was thinking that it went, the keeper that you keep, um, You'll still have access to your roster to see who's on there at the end of the year. And if not, I'll take a picture of it, a screenshot. And then my thought, and I'll talk to Jake to make sure he's good with this too, is you will, when you choose to keep a keeper, you'll lose the draft pick um, of the average draft position minus one round. Um, And that's going to be determined probably just after about a week or two um prior to the draft uh the actual NFL draft I think um we could potentially change that to a little bit closer um I just want people to be able to know who they're keeping through the off season um uh, in case they want to make any plays and stuff like that um so what that means to give you an example is I'm just pulling up here Kirk uh Kirk's right Achilles team Doug um let's say looking at his team he wants to keep Cooper Cup right um, and let's say Cooper Cup this year he was the 101 kind of determination. Like people were saying, hey, he's the best number 101 kind of thing. Go get him. 
Um, let's say this year he drops number 12. What that means is if his ADP is 12th, then Doug would lose his second round pick next year because 12 is still a first round, first round position because there's 12 teams in the league. So that's kind of how what I'm thinking. That should make it easier. It gives you the benefit of keeping a good player, um, but also gives you some strategy because you may be like, you may be able to find a player who has really, really high upside. Let me, I'm trying to think here um, of who that could be. Um, Let's say, oh man, this is hard. Um, okay, I'll use like Rashid Rice. Rashid Rice is a good example. Let's say I believe Rashid Rice is going to be um, like a top, top wide receiver this next year. Um, like he'll be in the top, uh, let's say he's be a, 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 at least a wide receiver too. So top 24. Um, but his average draft position is like, uh, let's say 10th round. It's like, do I want to, I could keep him for an 11, my 11th pick. And then I'd still have those top ones. You know, I don't know. I think right now, if I had choose, I'm Brees Hall is going to be my keeper, which would be, he's probably going to be an ADP of first round. So I'll probably lose my second round for it. Um, what this means as well, though, is when you choose your keeper, if you don't have the draft pick, um, it's gonna round to the hot, to the closest one. So, like, let's say we start trading draft picks, right? So I say, hey, I'm gonna give you, I don't know, Keenan Allen for a second. To God love it. So God love it no longer has a second round pick, but he wants to keep next year. Um, let's just say Saquon Barkley. Let's pretend Saquon Barkley is gonna have a first round grade average draft pick. So he doesn't have a second already. And he wants to keep Saquon Barkley. He's not going to all of a sudden give up his third round pick to keep Saquon Barkley. What he will lose is he'll lose his first because it will be the closest one. Now, if he trades everything away, you know, then that's a whole another another situation. Um, I don't have it fleshed out to know if you have multiple like second round picks and you keep a, a, a keeper. Which one do you lose? Um, I'm guessing the closest to whatever the uh, the ADP spot is. So if you know it's a low the person's ADP is low first then and you have two seconds and one's a high second and one's a low second, you would lose your low second if that makes sense. That's my guess. It's going to take a little bit of finagling and probably a little bit of Jake and I working it out as we get closer to the end of the year, but I think it could be fun. I think there's some extra strategy there. Um, and so with that, I encourage you, if you think your season's done and you're not going to be competing this year and you, you're, you want to just kind of really stock up for next year, um, I think it now's the time to go ahead and start selling off some of these players, uh, for draft picks and stuff. So anyways, with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of the week and, uh, don't forget wave wires coming up. Make sure you do your research to make sure who's going to be starting and who's out. With that, see ya.